Welcome to the Quarters, episode 119. Yeah. It's, it's a, a it's motherfucking a, video game podcast. Yeah, it's a it's a pared down one. Uh, yeah, it's like a yeah, it's cast, be, It's a it's a no quarters extra. <laughs> kinda. I yeah, mean, it's only two of us. Yeah. Uh, I'm Mackie and I'm Harlow. Yeah. Uh, everybody else was kind of either had stuff going on or just didn't have anything to talk about really, which seems really odd. But hey, man, sometimes it's how the cookie crumbles, I guess. Yep. But Harlow and I were like, hey, the people need a podcast. Damn it. Yeah, we've played so, some games. Yeah. We've had some time to we, play some games. Yeah, it's a decent enough list here we got going. Uh, let's just start off with the newest one, uh, The Ascent, mm-hmm. which uh, came out on Game Pass, uh, at least for us, on Xbox Series X. And we both saw the trailer and we're like, man, yeah. uh, we love Diablo. We love like futuristic cyberpunky type stuff. Mm-hmm. This should be our thing. Mm-hmm. I basically I should have known. Yeah, well, I mean, basically, I said it, it. It will be totally be my thing if it's more action and less RPG, <laughs> like Diablo. You know, Diablo is like. I mean, I know people that have played Diablo to death and have no idea what the fucking story is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not important. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just it's a, it's a means to get through to go slaying. Uh, but yeah, like this is. I don't it's kind of like that. Kind of like that. The story I mean, kind of doesn't matter, but yeah, the world is way more compelling. Yeah, because the, the world's a little too complex is the problem, and like everything about it's yes. a little too complex. It's like it's just it's 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 a very overwhelming game, and it's also like a game that's that's basically here's the one difficulty. Enjoy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the biggest problems I have like the UI, like like it's a gorgeous looking game when you're playing it. Like mm-hmm. some of the backgrounds are just like if you just stop moving for a minute and look at some of the areas, like oh, yeah. the depth that they have going on is insane. Oh yeah, the level and, of detail, and, yeah, like that kind of stuff. Like they went nuts with. Yeah, they went nuts with all that, but man, like the user interface just sucks. Like mm-hmm. it is terrible, and it was clearly designed for PC and not reworked at all to be on like you know a big 4k tv yeah because like the the little pop-ups in the corner are so tiny that show like what you picked up or what you did Mm -hmm. uh the subtitles of you know the voice acting that comes in like mid-mission if you get a briefing or whatever they're so small and everyone has accents and sometimes it's just like i i'm in the middle of a firefight i can't concentrate on you and not dying at the same time it's one of those things where everyone has accents, but they also uh, use a lot of slang. Like there's in-game yeah. slang that you have to get used to. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it does this weird thing where it it feels like it's trying to do, like, I don't know, haven't I haven't played enough of this, but so I don't know if this is going to mean something later, but it seems like there are certain words in the text that are highlighted different colors, mm-hmm. like they're important and almost like they're going to get translated later or, you know, like... They're- that usually means it's something that shows up in the codex. Mm, okay. Okay. Maybe and, that's what it is. All right. Yeah. And I got to admit, like, like when mass effect, like with mass effect, I was just like, man, a new codex entry, mm-hmm. show me, I want to know. And this one, I like my codex is so full of crap <laughs> and I have looked at none of it. Okay. Like, like absolutely none of it. I do not care at okay. all. Well, I, I, I was feeling that it had to mean something sort of like no man's sky where it was like, Oh, you're going to learn how to translate this later. You just don't know it yet. Yeah, you, you I know. really, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it just means that it's in the codex. Okay. But, yeah. you know, but that's the thing is like, you can get a bunch of missions and there's just, there's so much on screen at once 
that it gets a little overwhelming and being able to use the fast travel helps, but it's just not. There's still a lot of running around, like still like just walk way over here to go to this mission. Yeah. And then you might, you might walk over to an area, take an elevator down and suddenly you're in a area with like guys who are 10 levels higher than you. And like, they will literally one shot you. Mm -hmm. Like they will take aim at you. They will shoot you and you will die. Even if you're at full strength and you've been upgrading your guy, all that, it's like, Nope. Goodbye. The good news is there's no real penalty for death. No, not really. Which is good. At least not that I can tell. I think more than anything, you know, what is it? Just annoyance. Like when I was playing oh, yeah. it, it was very annoying, yeah. like getting and the that's loading the thing, screen. And, yeah. it, it drops you back to your last autosave mm-hmm. and you never quite know where that autosave was. Right. Because so many areas look so similar. Like the areas just aren't distinct as far as like, okay, I'm in this level. Now where do I go? Because it's not like Diablo. It's not like randomly generated. It's like this map is the map. You know, we have carefully plotted out this area, but... Yeah, I feel There's like so many things that look the same that it's tough to tell where you are half the time. I, I know it, it sounds like we're always, you know, and I mean, I think rightfully so, very much in love with Diablo's design or the, mm-hmm. the Diablo's designs, I guess. Um, yeah. But one of the things, and it, it's something that Blizzard and I think better developers understand is. I mean, think about like the breadcrumb system you have to use in this to like figure out where you're going to like, you know, yeah. drop that little like thing. It's like, okay, you need to walk this way to get to the next place. And you would have no idea without that. But yeah, Diablo yeah, games, that for, idiot line, Diablo games, no idea. for the most part, you just know where to go. Like the level design. And I know it's randomized and all that, but it's, it's designed in such a way that it's just like, no, it makes sense that this is where I need to go. Yeah. And there aren't many dead ends. I think that's no. the thing is there's so many places that feel like dead ends. Sure. I mean, there are in Diablo. I mean, they have like, there's plenty yeah. of places you walk around the map and it's like, oh, this is yeah, part of the Yeah, but it's not maze. like, it okay, I got to the yeah. end of this thinking I was following the arrow sure. and now I have to backtrack and make a big U-turn, yeah. you know, that's going to take me two minutes to do. Yeah. You know, Diablo, it's like, oh, I wasted 20 seconds going this way. Right. Turn around. Yeah. yeah. But we haven't even mentioned, it's basically, it's a twin stick shooter, but it's not like just moving the right stick fires you actually are aiming with the right stick and then you know pulling pulling the trigger basically to shoot so you've still got the isometric viewpoint Mm -hmm. but you're not really it's it's really disorienting almost it's kind of there's areas that feel almost like hotline miami-ish in a way because it's like all right you got to take aim you got to be shooting and you got to be accurate right and that is not my favorite system. I've gotten used to it because I have gotten used to using uh, machine guns, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's also like holding the left trigger aims. So you're kind of aiming more at the head and you're aiming above yeah, cover. That, that's that's a real confusing system for my brain to comprehend just because I feel like that's should be the, I feel like that should be the stop and aim, you know, like yeah. in a twin stick well, shooter. Uh They really, it's dumb because they introduce that in an area where you have a bunch of short enemies that Mm -hmm. if you use that, you will shoot over their heads and you will not hit any of them. Yep. It totally, yeah. It introduces that only because you're like standing on stairs one time. It's like, hey, if you aim up, you could shoot up over the stairs. And then you're like, oh, cool new mechanic. And it's like, no, it's these little toadstool guys that are going to run out you like these little rat guys and they're real tiny. So, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's really bad about telling you what 
your things do. Like, mm-hmm. like the whole game is just kind of bad. Like you basically have to just keep playing f- to figure anything out about what to do. And that's just, it's frustrating because really like it should be so much better. It should be a cyberpunk Diablo yeah. that rules. Yeah. And it's just not, even though they've like spent a lot of time on, you know, the, the, the world and the lore and that sort of thing. Like they've actually developed really cool backstories. And mm-hmm. I don't know who is the voice of the guy Poon. Is it Poon? Is it mm-hmm. the, the guy who gives you emissions? Right. Or Pool? Poon, I, no, I, I, th- I think it is Poon. I think it, or, yeah, I feel like it is. I don't know. I can't find the voice acting for this game, but I want to know who the voice actor is that plays that guy. Okay. Because he's great. That's the other thing. It's like, this is also like, uh, I feel like this went through the Al Swearingen filter for this game too. Mm. Cause everyone's just like this cocksucking motherfucking bastard over here owes me some credits. And <laughs> it's just like, yeah. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not offended. It was just like, it was a little weird when it like fired up and I was just like, Oh, all right. That's, this is the world we live in. No. Okay. Yeah. I think it's in the cut in like the intro cut scene. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that's, that's Poon's dialogue mostly is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> get your lazy ass over here. Get me these motherfucking credits. I don't know. I don't, yeah, that's not how yeah. Poon well, sounds I mean, your all, first mission is to basically turn on the pumps that pump sewage because mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, we're swimming in shit up here. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm tired <laughs> of bathing in urine. I think is one of the things he says yeah. or something like that. It's just, ugh. Yeah, I mean, they definitely yeah. paint a picture of like, okay, you know, I get where we are. And and the thing is, like, the game does some pretty cliche, albeit uh, effective things for making you want to play a game, such as, like, mm-hmm. this entire world is based on, it, it's kind of like a total recall situation where they promise life on this other planet, but they're like, yeah, but secretly you're going to owe your soul to the, you know, company man, you know. Yeah. Company mm-hmm. store. That's the that's the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you meant. Yeah, um, but you know, so it's like all these indentured server uh, servants and stuff, and you're one of them, and you know, you're like living in this shithole where it's just like whatever they feel like giving you, be it air or clean water or whatever, it's just to be like, mm-hmm. no, we don't feel like it today. <laughs> you know, yeah, and so yeah, you know, your na- your natural instinct is like, you know, fuck the corporation, let's murder everything well, you know it is interesting like yeah. because the point that you come into the story is when the corporation has literally gone bankrupt and so all these people that mm-hmm. are indentured to them suddenly aren't anymore right but yeah. they also don't have a way to make a living either yeah so it's it's a very interesting premise to start with but yeah. i mean i'm only i think my guy's like level 13 so i've only done you know a half dozen missions so i'm not like super far into it but yeah, I have a feeling, you know, to use a, the Star Wars uh, analogy, I would say that this is like in the Force Awakens era, where it's like mm-hmm. the Empire's mostly been crumbled, but now we have other factions stepping in being like, no, I got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's just like, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. we're going to come across these the First Order fucks in some, at some point where it's like, we're the new corporation. We're the real yeah. enemies. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, it's I wish it was better and man, some of the difficulty spikes just suck. Yeah, they, because you'll be running around like capping dudes, you're like, "Yeah, I'm awesome at this." And mm-hmm. then you'll turn a corner and it's like, "Oh my god, I have to shoot like literally 25 guys." And yep. they're all headshotting me and like I'm I've got to take cover, I got to be constantly dodging, like it's just suddenly you're just like, "Oh my god, there are like 50 things happening right now and I don't know any of them. Yeah, I, I think and, when you were asking me what kind of game it was, or you're like, it was just a, a twin stick shooter, right? And I was like, yes-ish, but it's also sort of like 
single player XCOM just because of like the quickness yeah. that everything happens and it's like they want you to balance all of these tactics and you know like real time XCOM like mm-hmm. you know hide behind this and shoot this guy that's gonna flank you over here and the other thing is like again making the Diablo comparisons your most basic skills take fucking forever to recharge like I mean that's the yeah. thing about Diablo is this is like spam the shit out of your cool powers you know and this is mm-hmm. just like Oh, you want to you want to do this thing that's like a I think your first upgrade is like this like you know hydraulic uh, hydraulic punch, punch thing yeah and it's like cool and if you miss wait forty five seconds for it to recharge <laughs> yeah. and it's just like and it's not that powerful to begin with and and they give you a grenade right away and it's like that takes like two minutes to recharge it's just like and it's just a stun grenade it's like Jesus guys like I mean you're a little yeah. too in love with your very mediocre abilities and and again maybe this is a game where eventually it's just like you know, that shit is constantly re- recharging, you know, it's it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, from a starting off standpoint, it's just like, man, give me something to make this kind of fun, like even a little. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like they just didn't figure out a lot of stuff they should have figured out like in playtesting or whatever, because yeah. a lot of the mission levels, when you get side missions, it'll say like recommended level, level two. I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to go do that. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you, you have to go through an area where like all the guys are level 15. Yeah to get to where that level two thing is. And I, I think like, I well, know exactly. That. I think that's like the first side mission that unlocks. It's like, yeah, go to this one area. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just do, 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 following the little arrows. And all of a sudden was like, I'm getting my ass kicked. What is going on? You know, yeah. I, I, you, yeah. you know, you were talking about like bad UI. I didn't even notice the skull thing. Like the, the this person is too yeah. high a level. I, I'd never even noticed that on a person. Like that's how bad some of it is where I was just walking around. Like, I don't know. I guess I should be able to take this guy. I didn't see, yeah, I didn't see, level, I didn't see level numbers or anything on anybody. I was just like, yeah. 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 But the level number, like the, the ranking of like the recommended level for some of these side missions is just dumb. And there's other ones where it's like, okay, this is only level five. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll go do that. And it's like, yeah, but you haven't gained this ability, which allows you to unlock the door that would lead to that. Right. Because you, you get a hacking ability at some point that it gets upgraded so that you can unlock ice doors is what they call them. And not like ice level one. It's like the thing I need is behind the ice level one door. Mm-hmm. You don't get that until you've done like three or four missions on the main story. And you're like, wait, then why are you even suggesting this on a lower level? It's yeah, it, it just, it's weird in that. Like, I don't have crashes. I don't have bugs. I don't have any of that stuff. No, it please. just feels like that. I don't know if you want to call it that polish run or something on the game just never happened. Yeah. And they're just like, well, it's going out because I, I believe this was supposed to be an X launch title and it mm. didn't, you know, they pushed it. But I mean, I, I feel like they fixed all the bugs, but they didn't fix a lot of the basic structure that should have been fixed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I think that's fair. I mean, and I've gotten uh, good at it. Like I don't die very often anymore, even when I run into skull guys, unless I've gone into an area that's just like, no, you should not be here under any circumstances. Okay. But I just, I, I can't play it for a long time Yeah. because eventually I'm just like, I feel like I've done the same thing. Like everywhere I go, every 20 seconds, there's a group of 20 guys that's going to pop out and I'm going to murder all of them. And it just gets really repetitive, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, a little Whereas bit of a Diablo, like I'm, I know we keep saying Diablo, but yeah. you and I, we could play Diablo for like literally an entire day straight. Mm-hmm. Like if if we did a twenty four hour marathon, I guarantee the two of us could just sit there and co op and play Diablo for like that entire time and not 
probably ever get bored of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I might want to switch about halfway, but yeah, I mean, I can go for long stretches and Diablo never really stops being fun. And mm-hmm. this is a little bit of a side note, but I was just in wanting to scratch the Diablo bug itch, <laughs> you know, before there's the Diablo 2 remaster thing and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. I did fire up like. I think it was the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing three that was on Game Pass recently, and I was like, I don't think oh, I ever, right. I don't think I ever tried that one. Man, like I, again, I think I, I, I said I like that series, but the more I'm thinking about it, I think I like the first one because as I recall, the second one did that stupid Assassin's Creed thing where a little bit into the game, it was like, well, we know this is supposed to be an action RPG Diablo thing, but now it's like a tower defense thing and do this tower defense mm-hmm. stuff. And it's like, I don't want to. Um, and this one, <laughs> yeah. you want to talk about like some bad UI. Jesus, like the trying to figure out your character abilities and powers and, and your stat tree and stuff like that. I I gave up so fast. I was just like, nah, I'm good. Uninstall. Like, yeah. no, thanks. <laughs> like, and I, I don't know. But like, I don't I don't know if I, if I talked about Torchlight 3, but like it's bordering on like that bad. The, the, the Van Helsing 3. I mean, not really, because yeah. Torchlight 3 is just god awful like that is i don't want like free to play that then then converted to a regular game sure didn't fix it yeah maybe because yeah torchlight 3 was just abysmal like i mean it was literally the yeah i can't even i can't even tell you like how terrible that is i've (laughs) i've wondered about torchlight did we just love torchlight because it came at the right time no torchlight 2 is still fun i've I've gone back and played that because it it got it kind of got a minor remaster like when they put it mm-hmm. out on Xbox One, it got slightly sort of like patched for Series X support, or so it like mm-hmm. it runs and looks like on 4K on like the Series X and stuff. So okay, yeah, I mean it. So it's still a good game. <laughs> like yeah, Torchlight's one and two are still fun. Uh, three is abysmal, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, it's just well. it's weird that that's that's not a uh, like a, a a genre of game that just has a a ton of decent knockoffs i mean it's so weird that like that's i don't know i just i feel like from so many other game genres there's good versions of them and then like there's just not that many good action rpgs i mean like the the first two torchlights the titan quest game uh that path of glory or something uh, whatever you know, what is it path of God, I, don't even I feel like now. no there's like a free-to-play one that's on uh path of exile that's on on okay. xbox but it's like that's actually pretty good for it being a free-to-play game like it never really mm-hmm. gets in your face about trying to buy shit but yeah i mean yeah. it's just they're they're very rare and it's strange that <laughs> there's not more and i guess mm-hmm. that kind of leads into our next game it's it's sort of an action rpg or it's it's a spawned new imagining new <laughs> kind well, of reimagined version of one from a yeah an action RPG that some people like that I think is real shitty, but yeah, there was, there was Baldur's Gate Dark <laughs> Speaking Alliance. Speaking of games that are abysmal, yeah, there there was Baldur, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Uh, I think was a original Xbox era game. I want to say I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, um, maybe 360. I don't know, but uh, yeah, but then they came out with this new Dark Alliance that's kind of a more third persony, looks a little bit more like Outriders, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it plays a lot like Outriders, but uh, like if Outriders was the worst game ever made, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's pretty much this new Dark Alliance game, which may or may not be called Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, also or Dungeons and Dragons Dark is. Alliance. I feel like it has a lot of names, and it's just like the one with drizzed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the one that's dripping with drizzed. 
Yeah, I didn't play this. I mean, I guess it's good they put it on Game Pass because that's the only way people were going to end up playing it and not being furious about it. I suppose, yeah. Because, um, I mean, like, I I don't know anyone who actually enjoys this game. I know okay. people like Moonpeer who are just like, no, I'm going to get all the achievements in it because I'm a masochist. Okay. But generally, everyone is like, yeah, the, a, the, the AI is atrocious. Like, if you have the arrows, you can just, if you're standing far enough away, you can just keep sniping them and they will never notice yeah you can it's just it uh, i mean at least in the early stages that takes forever so it's boring as fuck so i did do that like a couple times and i was just like what am i doing like i don't care if this is easy or cheating it's also Mm -hmm. way too slow so yeah uh yeah this is bad i mean i i honestly can't even i i I can't begin to describe how bad it is like it's just (laughs) yeah i like things just simply do not work. Like, I mean, the targeting is like you, the way it plays is like tar- targeting somebody is very important because it's not like a twin stick, you know, action RPG type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So looking at somebody to cast whatever power spell, hit them with an ax, you know, it, having them targeted is, is important. And so it has, it's supposed to have like an auto target thing that like Assassin's Creed or anything else where you're like, mm-hmm. I want an auto target and then I can cycle between enemies but swear to God, it just doesn't work. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> like it it auto targets <laughs> like the absolute wrong person that's completely out of your range, or you hit auto target being surrounded, and it's like I don't have anyone to auto target, and it's like yeah, okay, so yeah, it's like yeah, too bad, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's bad. The animation is bad. Like the fact that they claim it's a series S and X upresed thing is sad <laughs> it's no it's a it's a big no there um yeah i don't know i don't i don't want to talk about it anymore it's just it's just yeah it's, it's depressing yeah i mean yeah yeah um real quick going back to the ascent mm-hmm. we we didn't get to try co-op oh but not, not yet. apparently um if you play co-op only the host gets their progress saved great well i guess you're gonna have to co-op with me because i'm way further yeah. back than you and so yeah, got to catch but, me up. But that's something. just one of those like that's just like that level of polish again, just missing yeah, it. That's just dumb <laughs> completely. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you get anything? Like, do you re- at least retain your experience and items picked up? I mean, like, I don't know. I was only told that yeah. story progress okay. for sure does not save. I mean, I was, so you, hopefully, you at least gain levels yeah, as you're you doing. You would this, have but. to do that. I mean, otherwise, why are you there? Like, it's it's like I mean, at least like I mean, you get something for doing the phone a friend thing in dark souls, right? <laughs> like, I mean, when you summon somebody that at least that person gets something, right? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. I mean like you, yes. Okay. Yeah. If you defeat the boss, you gain certain things that carry back to your own. Sure. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just so. mean, I mean like even the most like hardcore, like, you know, we're going to make this as unpleasant a play experience in the world, at least understand that. <laughs> I just yeah. like, you know, that like, why would I be here if I'm not getting anything for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that's just like that's like so thoroughly overlooked that it it's yeah. Doesn't make any sense. But uh another small team made a made a game, Death's Door. Mm-hmm. Uh this one's been going around. Obviously a lot of people have been uh been big on it. Yeah. It's pretty much it's pretty much a Zelda game. I mean, honestly, like it's it's not like our, our the current 3D Zeldas, but like you know, if you were thinking more like Link to the Past type thing with uh, with those type of puzzles, where it's you know, okay, I 
I can see what I need to do here. I just don't have this weapon to do it. And then, okay, I'm going to explore this area and, you know, clear out the room so the key unlocks, you know, those sorts of things. Like, it feels very much like those old Zelda games. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's another game where, like, man, the atmosphere just sells the hell out of it. It's really great. Yeah, I was going to say, and, it kind of feels like a super giant game, sort of. I mean, I know it's not, but it has that aesthetic and sort of polish to it, that kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just stylistic. Just it, it's art, arty, but also like realistic enough that it's not goofy and you know, Viva Pinata esque. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Because you are you are a basically a crow that's like a Grim Reaper type thing. Like you escort mm-hmm. souls through the door to the afterlife, death's door, so to speak. And uh, yeah, it, you the 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 key thing about being one of those crows is you can't get stuck on the other side of the door. And of course, something beyond your control happens and you're stuck on the other side of the door and you have to figure out how to fix it. Mm-hmm. And it leads to a whole bunch of other stuff. But yeah, it's it's basically go in a room and solve the puzzle of this room and keep going from there. And it's got a little bit of the Souls-ish thing where it's, okay, you made it this far. Uh, you're able to pull a lever that drops a ladder that lets you just skip from the beginning right to here you know, basically gives you the shortcut. So at least it's got that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a really charming game, but I'm kind of stuck at one part because I'm just not sure what I need to be doing yet. And I need to, I need to get back to it, but I'm liking everything I've played so far. Yeah. I, I've played some too. I, my issue is I'm I'm just, I'm having a hard time getting games to grab me right now. And it's nothing about the game. It's just my, my state of mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so like, this was, this was just one of those where I kind of got in. I was like, all right, I get what the mechanic of this game is going to be. I just don't feel like doing this right now and no fault of it or the game or anything. It was like, I just, I've been doing that a lot where I get in the game. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I have just enough idea what this is going to be. I'll do this when I feel like doing this. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No. no and that's yeah. totally fair. Yeah. I mean, and this is one again, like a lot like the ascent it's like after a certain amount of time, I'm like, man, I can't keep playing this right now. Like I, you know, like, like I think back to playing portal or portal two. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I have to marathon this. I have to keep going. I have to finish it. And like, I don't have that driving motivation to keep going in this game. Right. I think, I think because the pace is a lot slower, like, like clearing out an area just takes a while and the game doesn't entirely have like this driving, got to keep going, man, got to keep doing this thing mm-hmm. to it. It's more of a chill experience. So I think that's, that's a big part of it too, at least for me, where it's just like, all right, yeah, this is good. I, you know, I, I I'm good for the day. Right. I'll come back tomorrow. And <laughs> yeah, the one thing, I mean, besides you kind of. I think you showed me or you started to show me a trailer and I was like 10 seconds in, I was like, you were like, I have this on my account. You can log in and play it. If you still have it, like me signed in on your Xbox or whatever. And mm-hmm. it was like, no, no, I'm already like clicking by. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I, it was like 10 seconds. in. I was like, I, I saw what the game looked like. I saw kind of what the general gameplay was. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm in like, and mm-hmm. the other thing that sold me, as you said, it was like a, it's a finite game. Like you hit a point where you've completed everything and hit a hundred percent and you can put it down. And be like, yeah. I am. Com- this is complete. Which I mm-hmm. I like that these days. You know, there's some things I like. You know, being on a treadmill or, <laughs> or whatever in the hamster wheel. Yeah. But yeah, like a lot of games, it's it's nice to be done with them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, another one I picked up. Or I guess like it didn't really pick up because it just showed up on Game Pass, and I decided every once in a while they 
show up and I'm like, yeah, I should try that. Uh, this one is called Blood Roots, uh, and I will say it correctly, despite the fact that I keep seeing saying Blood Roots. Uh, blood Roots. Blood Roots. Um, if if I were to describe Blood Roots, even to myself, I don't think I would want to play it <laughs> because. <laughs> but it's it's actually really fun. It's a single hit, uh, isometric style game, uh, sort of like Super Hot where okay. almost anything in the environment can be picked up and like reused as a weapon and every weapon has a limited amount of use. Uh, so you're just kind of running through the environment picking like what I'm going to pick up. You know, so like when you fail, you're like, everything comes back and you're like, all right, well this time I'm going to go and I'm going to grab this. And I'm going to shoot this guy and do this, do it better this way. So like mm-hmm. the, the failure thing is not a, a bad thing at all. It's sort of like, failing a, a burnout crash type thing, you know, where it's just yeah. like, oh, now I know how, how I can do this better. I just need to, you know, hit this instead and not waste my bullet on this or whatever. Um, I can take out two guys if I shoot this way, but it's just, it's really fun. The, 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 the thing that I will say against it is they decided to throw in, I think some secret level type things that require some isometric 3d platforming, which is, bad in the game so my while i like the base game of just go through this area clear out the bad guys and move on to the next and you know do another crazy set of kind of puzzle-esque shooting things that make make you also do cool things because usually like the last guy in the level you get to do sort of like a uh almost like a good and the bad and ugly style like or samurai style like you know show off or showdown with that one final guy i mean it's it's fast but it's like it's different every time depending on what weapon you're holding Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you get to do this like real slow motion cool kill with whatever thing you happen to be holding on you know to take the last guy out um and then you move on to the next level but yeah going off the beaten path and like making jumps to go find a hidden thing fuck all that in this game because it does not control (laughs) well enough Mm -hmm. um so i'm saying it just pick it up but don't try to be obsessive about it because you'll probably drive yourself crazy with the that part of the controls the rest of the controls are fine like there's some cool uh what were, what were we playing I, i'm trying to remember what we called that the the harpoon gun like the we were watching something and, and bj got all excited because there was a move in it where it was like you shoot somebody and then like yank yourself to them you know the the, the grapple the, oh, the like yeah, the, but, like, the, but, like the butcher hook from diablo if we're talking about that yeah. <laughs> except that pulls the enemies to you but this was like you know the the bionic commando style like grapple hook and pull your way over to them kind of thing and, yeah. and take them out and it's it's got guns like that and it so there are actually puzzles where enemies will be across a bridge that you can't make with a jump so you got to like shoot them pull across and mm-hmm. take them out and like you know so it's got some cool cool stuff to it so. yeah and the fact that it's on game pass it's worth checking out okay yeah yeah i i you told me about it and then I forgot about it and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I need to, I need to put that in my download queue. Yeah. I mean, isometric super hot is the best way I can sell it. I would say, <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like super hot at all. It's just that like, you know, if they hit Same you, gameplay if, if they hit you, you're dead. If you hit them once anywhere, they're dead, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and then just like I said, picking up random stuff on the ground is fun. Like, you know, killing somebody with a, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think, I mean, I'm just saying there's random weird shit like an umbrella or, you know, just, stuff like that that can become a weapon so yeah sweet yep uh you actually uh you were hanging out over here a while back and uh we were like trying to find games to play and you're like yeah i didn't realize it but the new shadow of the colossus 
Like mm-hmm. it's actually a full remake. And yep. I was like, Oh, Oh really? And I, I didn't realize that either. And it's one of those things that like, I don't know how we missed that. I don't know. Either. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's because we're usually all over this stuff and it's like, Oh, well, I remember they put it out on PS3 and I think it's because the PS4 was just kind of like, all right, here's that PS3 game re-release for the PS4 and now it's 60 frames a second. Yeah. I, I thought that's all it really was because they were doing that weird thing where it was like backwards compatibility, old games you once stone. Nah, <laughs> you know, they, yeah. they were doing like the opposite Microsoft thing of like, yeah, if you mm-hmm. have a disc and you want to put it in, it might work, but we just thought it was like, yeah. hey, here's how you get Shadow Colossus on the PS4. But no, this is the... Um, no, Blue Point did a full remake. Yeah. Uh, you know, the same guys who did Demon Souls. Uh, they did Halo Master Chief Collection. Mm-hmm. I mean... I think it's, it's, did they do the, master, or the Mass Effect? No, that was just all Bioware, wasn't it? Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. It's just Bioware. But man, like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. This is a gorgeous game. Yeah. like Like, just like amazingly good looking game. Um, and I have played all the way through it, which I never finished on PS2. I think PS2 was the last place I tried mm-hmm. and doing it at 15 frames a second. Um, yeah, you can't go back to that <laughs> ever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but they did an amazing job making this game look beautiful. You know, I mean, it's just, it is even, even, you know, playing it on PS5, I'm sure like there might've been slowdown on PS4 or something, but like mm. PS5, it's rock solid. looks great all the time. Yep. It's still as obtuse as it was before. Like they've been almost overly re- reverent to how that game played in the first place. Because like, I mean, there is a button that will let you focus on the Colossus itself as the camera, but instead, if you don't use that, you are going to be running around in circles, eventually trying to fight the camera the whole time to make it focus on anything that's not the wall right next to you. And if, if I have a complaint, it's that. And also just that some of the routines that you need the Colossi to get into in order to attack them, even though you're doing what you're supposed to do, it doesn't always work. And that can get really 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 frustrating because it's like dude i just need you to turn around and look in the thing so that i can run up behind you and jump on your tail and climb you (laughs) and so often it just won't and i i think like uh, the issue also with that game is like where the story goes is one of those things that kind of the internet you know, because this game's like, you know, whatever it is, 15 years old now, you know, and as far as the storyline goes and everyone's kind of like talked about how the ending comes about. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into it just in case there's like that rare person who's like, I don't go on Twitter. I don't know anything about <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus. Um, I, here's the weird thing. I've never finished the game. Oop. And yeah. somehow I've mostly managed to avoid it, but I, I have a feeling I know what happens. Like, it's one of those, like, I've heard enough jokes or references that it's like yeah i think it's i know just exactly like, what happens so but jen watched me play it mm-hmm. and there's one thing that happens near the end that she was like okay i used to like this game and now i hate this game mm-hmm. and then uh when i got to the ending she's like wow that was a huge bummer and i was like yeah that kind of was a huge bummer because it's kind of like <sighs> the way things are set up you don't have all the information that 
you need by the end to understand what's happening, but then you're given that information later and it's like, ah, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it is, that is a, a game of all spectacle and setup and scale. And I don't, I, I almost want to like hook up a PS2 and play the original one just to see like how they even handle that. Because there's some of those bosses that I'm just like, how would you do this on a PS2? Honestly, I think, I think it was just the old magic fog, like Silent Hill. Yeah. You know, it had to have been because yep. I mean, they do have uh, in the bonus area, they actually have a lot of comparisons between the, um, the PS2 version of an area and the, and this version of the area. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, why did we think anything looked good on the PS2 at any point? Because it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is, it's definitely a game that I can recommend, but it is so deliberate in your actions and the pace of the entire game. But it's such a neat world to be in and that I just kept going with it and wanted to do everything in it. And I've, I beat it on normal mode and it has one of those annoying things where it doesn't unlock the trophies or the other stuff for easy, which is lame. And there's also some of the concept artwork is locked behind like, okay, beat this Colossus on easy mode. And I'm like, I beat him on normal. Just give me the damn thing. And no. So I went back and I was trying to do the time attack mode, but I got really frustrated by some of those bosses where it's just like, it won't do what you need it to do. It'll just keep poking around. And you're like, no, I'm following the steps, do the thing so that I can get on you and kill you. And it doesn't like that. But yeah, but yeah, I, I, I can still, I can recommend the hell out of that game. I mean, it is like, and especially that version, like I had no idea that they had remade it and it looked that good, mm-hmm. but yeah, it is, it is a terrific game. It's just, one of those remakes that's like almost too indebted to what the original was and was too afraid to change anything but the graphics and the frame rate. (laughs) And so they kept a lot of antiquated stuff that just doesn't quite work nowadays, especially the camera. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I looked the only other things. Well, they, I mean, they've did several other like ports and collection type things, but I guess the other big one they did was the Nathan Drake collection. Oh, they did the, yeah, the update on that. Yeah, but so. that feels like they didn't really do a ton to it. They more yeah. just like gave it a solid frame rate. I think I think so. Yeah, I don't know because I mean those games looked pretty good on PS3. It was just kind of like they all ran like barely thirty frames a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, new corner, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're adding uh, the unplugged tabletop corner. <laughs> I think we've done tabletop corners before, haven't yeah, we? We, yeah, we've done some tabletop corners, okay. but you know, I, I, I think we, we haven't had this many games on it. Okay. And I've spent way too much money on Kickstarter, so I'm sure that this, uh, this uh, category will continue in the future whenever all that stuff starts coming back here. But uh, yeah, we finally were able to get together and actually do a game day after we were like, hey, we've all had the Vax. Mm-hmm. And... Walt had the Vax, and uh, one of my other friends, Jeff, was able to come over. He's He got the Vax. So we uh, played some games. Uh, we, we warmed up with Bears versus Babies, which I like it. I feel like it's one of those games that should take a little less time than it does to finally get to the end. Because mm-hmm. it feels like it should be like a good warm-up game. Like, all right, let's play this. It'll be like 20, 25 minutes. And it just never seems to. It always seems to stretch out to like 45 minutes to an hour somehow. 
even though it feels like the game should go a lot quicker than it does. Yeah, that's, I, I I like good fast actual like fast warm up games like Zombie Dice or Bang. You know, like mm-hmm. we should throw Bang in the mix. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think we ever played that as a group. No, I don't think so. Bring <laughs> yeah. it next time. Okay, I don't actually. I don't and, have an, I don't. I don't own a copy, but I can rectify that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just mean, cards. I've, it's not expensive. I know I backed some quick games, like you know that were like thirty minute ones. So hopefully uh, we'll be doing that. But uh, another one that might be a decent warm up one, even though it, it might take a little longer. But I think I think now that we know how to play it, it's going to be a little better. Is Marvel United? Mm-hmm. Um. Because uh, that is, that's when I backed Marvel United X-Men and uh, was able to get the uh, the original copy of the game, Marvel United, which is more just the Marvel Universe in general. But it's it's basically all Avengers characters. And I think it's Red Skull, Taskmaster, and uh, Ultron are the three villains that are included in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a little, it's a minis game. So, you know, each person has their own little deck and their own, you know, their own little mini for, you know, whether it's Captain America or Ant-Man or Wasp or what was it? Black Widow, Hulk. And I think Captain Marvel is the other one. There's more, but I can't remember now. Yeah, I know there was Captain Marvel, there was Hulk. Yeah. Cap, Iron Man. Iron Man, that's the one I was thinking of that I skipped. But yeah, uh, basically you're taking a character and then they each have their own, like they have a deck of actions, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, but really there's only three of them. There's basically you're either saving a person that's on that that location, you're uh, fighting an enemy, you know, doing an attack, or you're moving, and that's really all you can do unless you you're using one of these special abilities that's on your card, which like uh, Captain Marvel's was like able to move and then attack at, at the same time. Uh, I, there seem to remember with something with Captain America was like you could give other people action. Yeah, I think you could save somebody and then like give somebody in a save action or, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. 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 There's weird, like, weird it, like, they, that. they at least give you some slight yeah. motivation to be picking a, a specific character aside mm-hmm. from like, I like how they look, you know? Right. Um, but I mean the game, like it, it's one of those weird ones where it's like, man, when you look at it, it's like, holy shit, how do you even play this? But then once you've played a game, you're like, okay, this is actually really basic. Yeah. Which was nice, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and the the way it changes is the boss that you're fighting, the conditions for beating them are like completely different for each one. So, you know, you could keep playing Red Skull and it's be like, all right, well, he can't get to, you know, 20 hits or whatever, you know, like his, his, his ability thing, he can't gain a certain number of points or you're done. But Ultron is like a completely different thing where it's like you have to keep taking out all these, all his henchmen that come up and then those are, you know, defeating them creates a win condition, you know? So it's like, it's varied enough that to keep it interesting. And then I bought, you know, the, the packs of the all come freaking next year, but you know, like there's different, there's different enemies, like, you know, there's different basically ways of playing it. Like I know the sinister six one seemed like the coolest one because you're basically fighting all six of those villains in, you know, in one game. And that's how it becomes, you know, and each one has a different thing that has to happen for, in order for them to be defeated. So, yep. you know, it's cool adding that stuff. But yeah, it was like, it's one of those things too, where it just, you've got six locations, you've got your villain in the middle, you know, you've got all the cards you're basically that you're playing, you put them around in a circle around. So like, it seems to start taking up a lot of table space <laughs> as it yeah. goes. I was going to say, like, 
being that this is primarily a video game podcast, I'm going to going to ask something with the I know how nasty and gross this could get. I feel like this is a kind of a perfect board game that would make a good video game adaptation because of all the little pieces and parts and it just automatically doing that kind of shit for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like why I'm okay with video game versions of Monopoly because it's like, yeah, just do the bank and all the fucking mm-hmm. just take care of all the little tokens for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see it somewhat. And, and yeah. I just didn't, have, I, the best, I didn't it, have the best setup for it either. Well, I mean, I just meant know. like it could get gross because then they'd be like, oh, look at all the DLC options we could have. And, ugh, you know, like, well, yeah. Okay, that's this is the weird thing that I've I've discovered starting to go down the the tabletop game rabbit hole. <laughs> is this you know, basically like, real life DLC? <laughs> yeah, f- physical yeah. DLC is yeah. like you know when you have a game on a on you know a video game a PC game, people are like, "What? That's DLC? It's not on the disc? Mm-hmm. Fuck that!" Whereas like board games are basically like, "Hey man, the base game doesn't have shit in it. Like, if you want everything, you're gonna have to spend a few hundred bucks and right. like." All these Kickstarters, people are just like, oh, yeah, man, it's only like all ins only 350 bucks. That's not bad. You know, and it's like, whereas a video game, if you were like, okay, the all ins 350 bucks, you'd be like, fuck that game forever, mm-hmm. you know, but obviously it's, it's, it's not apples and oranges. It's like apples and crab apples or something. I you still, know? <laughs> I still like, feel like there's this weird thing where somebody would be more willing to go out and spend $400 on a fancy ass trunk version of all the cds of the beatles albums mm-hmm. versus like two hundred dollars on a complete flack lossless audio digital archive yeah. copy you know and it's just like mm-hmm. one's actually a superior thing in the end as far as mm-hmm. the you know the end game quality thing it's better than cd perhaps but it's yeah. like you know i think people are just a little attached to the physicality of things you know that's not right <laughs> that's that yeah. means you're gonna fight no things, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and i mean there is something to be said for having the minis and having a thing that you can paint and make it look cool and like mm-hmm. the table presence so yeah. to speak of having a tabletop game right but there's also something to be said for just do all my math yeah like, just take care of it and and that's where a lot of them are going um there's a lot of debate now these days about app driven games. And it's like, how much do you let the app do the work of what's on the table? And what, where's the point where it's just like, why am I even playing this on a table? Why am I not yeah. just playing this on my Xbox on the TV? Because we're kind of doing the same thing here. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's some that have gone a little too far with it. And then there's others, you know, like we talked about back when we were playing zombie or when we were playing uh, zombies a lot was like, man, I wish I just had an app that just kept track of, all right, how many bullets does everyone have? How much life does everyone have? You know, how do you just like, just do this for me and Mm -hmm. just let me move around the board and we'll, you know, we'll create that. And there's a lot of them that have gone that direction now, but then the question becomes, okay, if you don't have the app, how do you play the game anymore? Right. Because at a certain point, like, you know, the servers go down. You know, we thought about that with um, with Dropmix, mm-hmm. you know, like, like luckily Harmonix bought the servers or whatever they did from, was it Hasbro that actually put it out? I forget who, but no whoever idea. the toy company was like that basically was just like, all right, after 2019, we're done with this. And yeah, like they stopped putting out cards. They stopped doing everything. But Harmonix was like, no, we're going to maintain the server so the app will still come out. And hopefully they still do that when we hit, you know, an OS version on our phones that's like, Nope, can't play that anymore. Yep, must you know. have 128-bit versions of the apps now. Yeah, I, yeah. that's that's a ways off. I'm just 
telling you. I know, I know, but but I'm just that, saying that like, hardcore cutover well, from 32 to 64 was probably the the thing that'll happen in our lifetime. I I could be totally lying, but you know, like I feel like we might. Well, not I mean, I I have a, a significant amount of apps on my phones, or you know that that didn't come over because it was basically like, yeah, no, you, you yeah. you're running an OS that's too high for this game, and it's like that shouldn't work that way. Like they're well, like, that, no, that, this app needs to be updated to run on this. I'll tell you that was the, it was the 32 to 64 cut over, cut okay. over. And that it's, we may not even see the 128 in our lifetime. I'm just, it's that much of a I jump forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope not. Cause that's, that shit's but, annoying. You know, also got, uh, what is it? Not Godwin's law. What's this? Godwin's law is the Nazi thing. What's the thing about no, technology? Goodwin's law. Goodwin's. Godwin's Isn't law. it Goodwin's? Where, where Fuck, it's every, it, like everything doubles every no, year. No, that's whatever. what I'm saying. I think that, uh, that's, that, no, Moore's Law. Moore's Law is the double. Moore's Law, that's, okay. Yeah. God, Godwin's Law is the bring up Nazis and online okay. arguments. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Close enough, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Moore's Law, is, I believe, is the, like, technology's getting whatever thing. Yeah. How much yeah, faster I mean, per year. But getting back, did you like Marvel yeah. United, what we played? Uh, no, I, all right. So here's the thing. I, <laughs> I hate to say it, I really like the game mechanic. My only it, my only beef is I do not like the character designs. I just don't like the yeah. miniature. They're they're sort they're of, almost chibi. It's more all, like yeah. if you made all of the Marvel characters kids. Yeah, it's 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 just it's got that chibi, uh, not quite Disney Infinity. I mean, Disney Infinity kind of did it, but sort mm-hmm. of not really. Uh, I don't know. It's just. It's hard to say. It's like that superhero squad thing where everyone's sort of squatty and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they don't sound like that at all. I just. No, not at all. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, they just have that kind of design to them. But no, the gameplay wise, I actually really like it. And I, I appreciate any game that has a, any board game that has a single player component. I, I think that's a great thing that all ga- board games should figure out how to do is also be able to play their game single player. Cause I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's cool. I mean, some people would say it's sad. I think it's, it's no sadder than sitting around playing a video game by yourself. I just think it's, it can be neat. Yeah. Well, I, I think the pandemic helped that a lot, honestly, yeah. because a lot of people had games and they were like, um, people can't come over. Yeah. <laughs> so give me a deck that plays itself, you know, yeah. and there's some, um, I'll get to one in a minute that, uh, they've built apps that you actually play against the app, you know, mm-hmm. is controlling the, the, okay. uh, you know, so that's the, neat. the AI yeah. side of it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, we also played Thing Incident at Outpost 31 again. I know we played that, God, it feels like fucking five years ago now. But um, yeah, that's that's a game. Uh, it's coming back into print, by the way, uh, which I'm I'm glad for because I, I, you know, I love the thing, obviously. Right. Um, and they've done a good job adapting that. But we discovered we had, what, five people? Mm-hmm. That game. That's Nothing. a game that needs a ton of people. Yeah, and I, I feel I think, like I think all bluff like, deception games don't play well in like groups less than like seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, because what happened was all the cards we kept pulling were like, "I got to take four people on this mission, mm-hmm. including yourself." And then it was like, "Well, but you know, one has to be from this category, one has to be this category, one has." So it was almost like you couldn't deduce who the thing was because you were basically taking everybody every mission mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. Whereas when we played it with, I, I want to say, was it eight or nine players that one time? Yeah. I feel like we played it almost full capacity for the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when we, like I had my neighbors over, we had, just, we had, and it was not a group that everyone didn't know each other. So that mm-hmm. kind of added to it as well. 
but like that one was a way better play because it was like, you know, we could do some table talk and just, you know, it was, you, you were kind of able to single out who the thing might've been. And I think, and that one we, I was one of the things, and I want to say Jen ended up a thing too, but it was like, we barely won that one. Like it was literally like one person picked me to go because I had talked them out of me being a thing, Mm. even though everyone was like, no, you're definitely a thing. And I had somehow talked everyone out of it. And that's why they lost. Whereas this one, like the things were, uh, Walt started as the thing and then BJ got added later and they fucking wiped us. Like they just destroyed us. And it was cause like, cause we kind of had to take them on every mission yeah. and that was a bummer. But yeah, I feel like, a- like I said, I, I feel like all the, all the deception games, you know, uh, Avalon resistance, the Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica game, all, you know, shit, I, all of them, like, I, I just feel like it just doesn't work. Like <laughs> you, you've got to have large groups. Yeah. I, it, like I said, it's just the sample size has to be bigger for it to be fun. It's just, it's just how it works. Yeah. And it, it was, it's unfortunate. And, and I feel like it could be tweaked. Like I, like I feel like I should have gone through the deck and found, uh, missions that were like, like just take out any of them that are the higher ones. And you do take out, like it says, if you're under five players, if you're five or under, take these cards out of the deck. So, I mean, there were some that were just removed, but it felt like everything was four or five people, like every single yep. mission. And who knows that could have been luck of the draw as well. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd really have to go through the game and look, but. Yeah, that reminds me, like, I think that's another, if we can have a group of eight plus, uh, I don't think you've ever played One Night Ultimate Werewolf. That's a... No, I haven't. That's, that's, I, a, that's a real fun deception game. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That, the, the thing is, like, I love that, like, those games, like, Avalon and Resistance, I think, have been around for, those are two have been around for oh, the yeah. longest, but, like, they made apps for them because you've got this, like, setup period where you almost need like somebody who's not playing the game to run it. If you don't have the app <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or, so, or someone has to memorize the fucking script that they have to say, because you've got to like, there's, there's moments where it's like certain people get revealed to certain people, like all of the, the, the deceivers and whatever game get to know the other deceivers because mm-hmm. it's part of the strategy. And then, you know, so it's like, you've got to like, you know, everybody's got to like close their eyes and then like certain people open their eyes at certain times and look mm-hmm. around and, and all these games are like that. And it's like without the apps of like, you know, either someone had to memorize the when to do what countdown yeah. timer thing. And, but yeah, it was a pain, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The, the apps are nice. Cause they're just like, all right, now these people open your eyes, mm-hmm. look around now, close your eyes. Yeah. And isn't there a Battlestar Galactica one too, where mm-hmm. there's like yeah. hidden Cylons. Yeah. That was so, that was so much fun. Yeah. That's a, that's a great board game. Yeah. yeah. We, we need to get a, we need to organize a big group again and get a bunch of us. Yeah. I started, well, I started looking more into the space where my, I want to put a dining room slash gaming table. And I was mm-hmm. thinking about the wall behind it, just putting in some bu- uh, built in sturdy bookshelves and just fucking loading it up with board games from like Florida ceiling. <laughs> just yeah. have, have it just be like the board game library wall. Yeah. And we'll just go, go to the, go to Ikea, get the Calyx mm-hmm. shelves. Yeah. Just load those suckers up. Yeah. I was thinking like, yeah. I was already looking at that wall. I was like, yeah, I think I want to mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the last one we'll talk about uh, mind management is one that just came off Kickstarter and I missed the Kickstarter because the Kickstarter ended uh, the week after I got laid off from my job last year because hmm. <laughs> of the pandemic. So I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm back in this this time, but um, gotcha. yeah, I, I uh, jumped on, grabbed a Kickstarter version from somebody who, uh, who was selling it. And man, the presentation on the packaging of all that is fucking phenomenal. That's one of those things that like everyone thought through every phase of it. 
you know, cause we talked about like how the PS five was packaged and how the series X was packaged. And yeah. it was like, night and day like that's how this game is it's like yeah. everything <laughs> is filtered towards that theme because it's based on a comic by matt kint hmm. and you know he writes and draws it and he drew everything for this like all of the artwork in everything in the manual on the you know the packaging everything the board all of it and hmm. it, this one is a hidden movement game where uh the there's a recruiter who works for mind management. And then there's rogue agents who are trying to stop mind management from doing their thing, which is like this whole like subliminal messaging conspiracy deal, which it made me read the comic and the comics fucking great. Like, okay, well, like go get that comic hmm. mind. Okay. MGMT is the name of it. Uh, it's super, super great. Like I, I might loan you my comiXology login just so you can uh, read it if you want to. Okay. But, um, I- I thought we yeah. had a shared one, don't we? Or no, that's the Marvel. We got thing. Marvel United, yeah. yeah. Um, or not, not United, Unlimited. Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah. Marvel's doing all the U stuff. The Marvel <laughs> Universe. Universe, yeah. yeah. Cinematic yeah. Universe. Yeah, but my management is like a, uh, it's it's hidden movement. So the uh, the recruiter has his own small version of the board, which has like dry erase marker, you know, dry erase on it. So you can write out where you've been. And right. there's a large version of the board. And everyone is trying to figure out where the where the recruiter has been based on the items that are in each area. So like one place might have a coffee shop and a billboard. And then the one next to it has, you know, something like it, it, there's a bunch like a bird and something, you know, there's all sorts of different symbols on the board and there's multiples of each of them. I think there's like five of each item there. So it becomes, okay, have you ever been on a, on a space with a bird? And the recruiter says, no, I haven't. And so then they know that they can mark tokens like, okay, through turns, because the, the recruiter takes five turns in the beginning. So he has a basis for everyone else to guess from and then goes one movement space every turn after that. And so everyone would know, okay, spaces one through five, at least he's never been on a space with a bird. So you can kind of tell where he's going from there. And then it becomes a deduction thing. And each, each card you're pulling from the deck has different powers and, the recruiter is trying to land on spaces that have specific items so that they can recruit someone. So each turn, everyone knows, okay, the recruiter got, you know, two people because he, whatever he was looking for, he landed on that space and was able to get it. So it becomes a whole game of trying to stop the recruiter from recruiting enough people. Or if you happen to figure out that you are on the same space as the recruiter, capturing the recruiter and ending the game then. But the cool thing is, after I think it's like it's like twelve turns, something like that. It might be more. But the cool thing is what they've included in the box are packages. There's seven packages for the recruiter side, and there's seven packages for the agent side. And whoever loses gets to open a package which has a new like game piece or a new game changing thing of some kind in it, new card, whatever. So basically okay. it's you've added a new ability that suddenly they have a slight advantage for the next game. And there's also a little mini comic inside that box that kind of explains, okay, here's what the power is, you know, and it's done in the style of the comic as well. So it, so it almost has a like blind box baseball card thing going kind forward of. too, where you're like, Oh man, 
I get to open new things. Are you saying like they're they're like one time open and that's it, or it's like no, no, they're 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 oh. each individual packages. I mean, I got the deluxe version, so they're like okay. in little game tray snap in things, mm-hmm. and then you just pull it out, and they're all numbered. So it's like they want you to pull. Okay, pull the first one out, and then. But, but know, I'm saying it's, it's like once it's open, it's done. Like it's part of the game now. Uh, right? yes and no. Some okay. of them they say apparently add it to the whole to like to the general grouping mm-hmm. of the game. Other ones it's like put it back in this box. Okay. So technically, you could organize it by just because the comic on the back page lists what what the items were that were in the box. Hmm. So if you wanted to put them back in, and it like their their manual is like really dense. It's like super wordy, which okay. I don't like. But it's kind of like they're like, okay, well, you know, once you've gotten real deep and you've played, you know, ten games a piece, you know, ten games, and so it's like maybe one side has six cards, the other has four packs, you know, six packs or versus four packs. They're like, okay, well, the losing side gets to determine how many packs they can use, but they can't use any more than the other side used. And then the other side has to use one less. You know, it's like one of those things like, okay, wait, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it, it makes sense when it's basically like, okay, you can never have more advantage than the other side, but you can use up to as many as you possibly can. Just, it has to remain even somehow. So it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's a nice little thing where it's basically like, okay, you know, if you're playing with the same group and you're like, all right, next week, you know, we're playing again. And you know, the one person is still the recruiter and then everyone else is against them. It kind of, you know, you can kind of create a little legacy thing, which is nice. So I'm looking forward to, to playing that one again. And that's one where the app isn't ready yet because the game's so new. But um, that one will have an app that'll play as the uh, as the recruiter. Hmm. And so it has its movement. It's got it hidden, but you can actually plug in, okay, on this space, you know, you can basically ask it all the questions that you would be asking a player and it's already playing its own game for you. So, All right. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but like, look it up. It is, it, is a very, it is a very unique looking game. I'll say that for sure. So uh, I guess we would break for a second half, but do we want to just keep going so we can get to bed? <laughs> okay. So second half, motherfucking right. video game podcast. Yeah, yeah. Back halves. to video games. More halves. Yeah, have and have. Back um, to the video game parts. Sure. I, I don't know what, I think they were all on sale on Switch, but I bought all the Kingdom Rush games. What's a Kingdom Rush game? Uh, Tower Defense stuff. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard. I don't know them. Uh, they're good. Okay. They're, they're really good. Uh, I, I, but it's like Kingdom Rush, Kingdom Rush Origins, and then I forget what the third one is. Kingdom Rush something, maybe elemental thing. I, I forget what it's called. But uh, yeah, it is it is a tower defense that has hero characters in it. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's a good one of those. Hmm. And I realize I love tower defense games up to a point. And then I hit that point and it's like, okay, I got what I wanted out of this game because I actually beat the game, so to speak. And then it's like, all right, oh, guess what? Here are the, all the higher level things on the map. So suddenly there were twice as many levels to play because normally you're playing them in a fairly linear fashion because, you know, that's how tower defense works. And it's like, okay, well this one, now we've introduced this type. And, you know, when you've maxed out this, this location, you can turn, you can convert it into a different thing with a different power, you know, those sorts of deals. But uh, yeah, those are good. But then I hit that point where it's just like, 
dude, there are like 25 waves on this and I can like set myself up to just murk the first 10 waves. And then after that, it's like, oh shit, I just got wrecked. And it's like, okay, well that's because I didn't build enough of this. And so then I have to redo the strategy. And I like, I hit a point where I'm just like, I'm not replaying these first 10 levels again. Fuck you. <laughs> like, so I'll start looking stuff up on YouTube, but even then it's like not necessarily as easy as I think it's going to be because a lot of times they're like, okay, well then you're using your hero to do this and this and this. And it's like, oh God damn it. <laughs> but it's, I think it's, they're a lot like, um, like trials, you know, trials HD. Right. Yeah. I look at them that way where it's like, you know what? I did all the ones that are fun and now I can stop. And that's kind of how I have to approach that game at this point. So I yeah. keep thinking I should go back and try the original trials HD again now, because I've played what, what are we up to our fourth one? Is that what fusion is? Or is that? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I'm now doing things. Trials rising is the new one. Fusion oh, rising, is the third. Rising. One. Okay. Yeah, was, yeah. Welcome to the future man machine. Yep. That was the last one. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I feel like I'm doing things in these games now that were like, the difficult things before that are like the things that just like, nah, this is, this is the things you do about midway Mm -hmm. through the game. And I just feel like I would probably crush the original game if I went back to it now. (laughs) Just like, I mean, I I just feel like I, you know, in the original one, it was like, Oh, you want me to do a near vertical hill climb? Fuck you. That's impossible. Now it's just like, that's no big deal. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I, I think it's only the end when it's like jumping from like, like literally a, a telephone pole to telephone pole top, you know, mm-hmm. the, those, the, those were the ones where I was just like, nah, fuck you game. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which, which there were uh, like, it's the expert level basically are the ones where it's like, yeah, I don't think we can do this anymore. But, but that's yeah. kind of how I have to view these tower defense games is like, mm-hmm. I had my fun with them. And then you hit the point where I just can't do this. Yeah. I can't go with you anymore on yeah. this journey. You're yeah. on your own. Pretty much. But you know what? They're charming, fun games otherwise. So you know, I'll keep playing them. And I, I got them on switch. I mean, you know, obviously they're on iPad and iPhone and all that, but I don't know why I just enjoy playing them on the switch for some reason. But, uh, yeah, same thing with, uh, Hades. I, I got back into that pretty hard because I feel like I was at a point when I stopped where I was just about to break through with a whole bunch of characters. And then when I came back, it was like, Oh, I unlocked a companion for this guy. Oh, and then I unlocked a companion for this guy. Oh, and then I could finally reunited Nyx with chaos. You know, like all the things that mm-hmm. it, 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 it almost felt like dominoes. Cause it was suddenly like, holy shit. Like I'm just like checking things off the checklist. Bam, 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 bam. You know, and I've done like, it's one of those cases where I hit like 10 straight runs of victory where, mm-hmm. you know, you just feel like I don't even need a boost to get to the end. Like I <laughs> like, you know, like, and you more than anyone would know that one where it's just like, I don't care what weapon you give me. I'm going to fucking beat this. Yep. Yeah. And unlocked a Zag's uh, sword, the last level of that. I still haven't figured out exactly what it does. When you do a swing with it, it puts like this whole pattern on the ground underneath you. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, I don't want to spoil it. I don't know. I I think it makes more them take more damage in that circle or something. I don't know. I figured that it had to be something like that. I just, I haven't played with that weapon, but I was just like, that's a really cool weapon to give him as a sword. And then like also his reaction to it where he's like, I think there's something special about that. You know, it's like, (laughs) it's one of those things where he's just like, kind of like, 
I don't know what this is, but it seems important. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the Xbox version now. Yeah. And I've decided something about that. What's that? Well, you know, I made myself uninstall Hades off the Switch. I said, enough's enough. I, I must mm-hmm. cure the addiction. It must go. And I've been hemming and hawing about what to do with the Xbox version existing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've decided the best course of action is if you're going to do drugs, do them as fast as possible and get them out of your system. So I'm going to see how fast I can get a thousand or a hundred percent in that game, both in terms of the end game checklist and the gamer score um, from the moment it releases. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to try to start playing at like 301 on whatever day it releases. I think it's the 13th. And just go. Yeah, I'm literally going to check in with the Discord and say, I'm starting, and then see how fast I can complete. I just figure, like, if, you know, what what if I'm the first person to hit 1,000 points? Probably not, because there's probably already, like, developers who have it unlocked that have Mm -hmm. already done it, or game testers, but what if I'm, like, the first, like, out in the wild person? I don't know. Yeah, I looking at like achievements, there's only like 18 people that have started it. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah, there are people who have all but like five achievements. So you won't okay. be the first, but I bet you'll be pretty close. Yeah. So I, I just feel like I'm pretty well equipped to demolish that game the second it comes out. Mm-hmm. So that's what yeah. I'm going to try to do. Yeah. And there's a few like, I, I feel like it, in looking at it, I was like, I probably should have finished everything that's that's in this game, you know, like I would have already done it on the switch. And the only one I could think of that I hadn't done was, a. Uh, it's called thanks, but no thanks, which is purge a legendary boon hmm. because I never ever, ever purge boons. Cause I just never feel like it's worth the trade off. Yeah. You know, but, and well, also I mean, getting a legendary, like you're not going to get one of those till probably the third area. So you might, if you're lucky and then you'd have to purge it between the third and fourth area or, get lucky and find one of those vending machines that does it randomly, which right. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, you can't even really necessarily pick unless you have that one mirror power, which is limited to re-roll. Yeah. But that, and I don't, but I don't that know doesn't you can, even you can't re-roll this. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't re-roll the selling ones. Can you? No, no. And that's just part of the, you know, it's just part of the level. It's not your reward for the level. So yeah, you wouldn't yeah. even see it, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I like your idea. I will be curious to see how it turns out. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we both played through Streets of Rage 4. Mm-hmm. On yeah. the same couch. Yep. Yeah. Same couch co-op. Streets of Rage 4. That's, that was that's, fun. Like that's a, that's a, It's a pretty good beat-em-up game. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. hitboxes feel like the right size. Like, you never feel like you're totally overwhelmed. Except maybe, maybe that very last fight. Yeah, that last fight was annoying, as I recall. Yeah. But, well, because it's got like four stages and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I think I, but the problem is like you've you, usually by that point you've used up all your specials and you're like, okay, I just have to punch now. Uh, this is probably not going to work out in my favor. And yeah, first time it didn't, <laughs> we both got, got murked, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what else to say that everyone else hasn't said, but that's like, that's how you do one of those old properties. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I honestly, I feel like, I don't have a lot of love for any uh, for the original at all, but I feel like that Battletoads one was really well done too for mm-hmm. 
bringing something like that back. I mean, I feel like yeah. the remake is better than the original. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not just because it's, you know, 25, 30 years newer and better graphics. It's mm-hmm. it's just a better yeah. game. Oh, God. It's well, yeah. And the, the original is just known for being hard. That's yeah. really the only reason it has a rep. Yeah. But they did, they did a good job in this mm-hmm. one. Uh, speaking of retro looking beat em up games, uh, I decided to fire up R- River City Girls, which uh, I don't know if that was Game Pass or Gold or why I owned it, but I was like, hey, yeah, this is a beat em up game I should check out. And kind of got, I, I think I got to the first boss, maybe even a mini boss, I don't know, and kind of said, I need to stop playing this and play through this with Chuck, because this is like the kind of mm-hmm. game that Chuck and I are known for playing through. And uh, yeah, it's it's great and crazy, and Chuck's, Chuck might hate it, because it's like super over-the-top anime-ish, anime stuff, but it's like mm-hmm. in that Scott Pilgrim-esque kind of way of yeah. like, this is all like. I don't know what you think anime is instead of what anime is. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's all through this no, like, I know weird, what you mean. Weird, weird lens of like, just everything's stupid in it. <laughs> like <laughs> I wandered in this one, uh, uh, classroom. Cause like the first level is like going through, get trying to get out of a school. And like, I wandered in a classroom that's playing, like, I think it's playing some sort of like sex education video on the projector. That's just, it's really weird. <laughs> it's a very strange okay. game. Yeah. It's a very weird game. But like it's comical. It had like a weird song and stuff. <laughs> Felt like not getting an STD or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's it, it, it's it's a wacky one. And like I said, I I was really enjoying what I what I was playing of it. Uh, just immediately decided to put it down and play more later. Yeah, and yeah. bring Chuck along for the ride. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's good. Yeah, I need my River City brother to go through River yeah, City Girls. There, there you go. Well, uh, we live in a city considered that is. One of oh, many God, cities considered right. a we river, do live city. In river city, don't we? Yeah, oh yeah. My God. But we're not the only one. I mean, like you know, Pittsburgh and Paris. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's lots of places that call themselves a, a river city. Yeah, any city with a river tends yeah. to want to call themselves a river city. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, uh, Raccoon City, Resident mm-hmm. Evil Two. Oh, hey, look at that. Uh, yeah, That's a I, uh, I have almost cleared out everything achievement wise in that game story wise. Yes. Now it's only like the bonus survivor modes or whatever, um, left for me to play through to get the achievements that are left. But yeah, I did a stream where I just did a speed run through it with the rocket launcher. And that was kind of fun, you know, basically going through hour and a half or so. If I hadn't saved, I would have gotten an S plus ranking. So it would have been a, a plus rank (laughs) instead of just a rank. Yeah. um, that, that yeah. would be something. Yeah, that, that's did, one did, of those. Did you just rocket like, rocket launcher, Mister X? Yeah, luckily, like, yeah, that's the only way to deal with that asshole. Like, I'm okay. like, you don't realize how often he shows up until mm-hmm. like you're trying to just get places fast. And if you don't have the rocket launcher, it's like, oh god, damn it, this asshole again, because he takes so much bullets, and you know, just there's so much you have to do to kill him that it really. You know, I talked about it on the stream, but I'm just like, he's, he becomes more of an annoyance than anything and just like a waste of time. And it's like, I don't have time to waste with you. Like, I, and so I end up just running away from him and, or, you know, like get punched in the neck and then hoping that I'm not quite dead. But when you have the rocket launcher, you just shoot him once and he's, he's down for, you know, whatever it is, his 20 seconds he waits. But there was a good one I had never experienced where he busts through a particular wall to come get you. I, for some reason, had never spawned that before. 
And it gave me a shortcut that I never knew existed because you run through the wall that he busts open. And I was like, oh shit, this just saved me a ton of time doing this. <laughs> and I don't know why it took that playthrough to get to that point. But hmm. yeah, I, I feel like that that one, like Resident Evil 1, I've kind of forgotten all of my knowledge that I had. But, you know, doing the speed run through that just felt like, okay, I know exactly where I need to go 95% of the time. There were a couple times where I was like, ah, shit, I forgot to grab this before I went here. But yeah, I, I, that is a great remake and I'll probably start playing Resident Evil three at some point now that I've kind of like, you know, done my hundred percent deal that I did with the first two and tried to do a zero and then died on the last boss and said, fuck this game forever and deleted it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I looking forward to three. I've heard it's not as good. And that nemesis is basically Mr. X following you throughout the entire game, which I feel like is going to annoy the shit out of me, but we'll see. So last thing, this is how long it's been since we've casted Mm -hmm. press F corner. We put out a podcast right before that weekend. That's true. We have not done this since. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been like the beginning of summer, wouldn't it? Yep. Yeah. 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 Memorial day. Yeah. I mean, press press F weekend. Yeah. Press F to pay respects. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun, good turnout on a lot of stuff. Um, The highlights, uh, definitely the Friday the 13th with Kyle. And I want to say there was a couple other people in there. I think we tried to get Walt in, but he wasn't around. But um, yeah, like knowing someone who knows that game really well, which Kyle does, was a lot of fun playing. And we got some good video because I I believe it was all streaming from my account. So I was able to spectate some of the uh, some of the attacks. And there's one where BJ's just poking around and suddenly Jason busts through the wall right on him and. It was just, it was good times. Like we were really enjoying the hell out of that game and trying to figure out who was, who was Jason at what point. And it was one of those. That's had some of the best multiplayer experiences I've had in a while in that janky S not great game. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But there was, there was just something about like, and that it would not let me be Jason. Like I wasn't Jason for like the first 10 matches. And I'm just like, am I ever going to get to be Jason? It was like when we were playing, uh, was that knockout kids or what was the name of the game with uh escape kids? The one we did with a, uh, right. The one where it was all four of us playing that stupid ass arcade game. And then you got to ride the bike. If you beat the level at a certain point, God, we, we did it. Yeah. For fucking, yeah, yeah. Um, I might've been escape kids, but I thought escape yeah. kids was the one where you just went around. Like, wasn't that the rollerblading yes. one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one where like we were running around and like you could knock everybody down if you hit the earthquake thing. Right. But like remember how I just I could not get to ride the bike, even mm-hmm. though like I'd win a race, but I would be the wrong round and it wouldn't let me do it. That's how I okay. felt with like being Jason. Mm. And then finally I got to be Jason and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing at all. <laughs> so Kyle is not only playing the game, but he's also tutoring me on how to be Jason at the same time. <laughs> how to be Jason. Step yeah. one. Do not respect doors. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because because I mean, at least we were in party chat. I would assume like if you were not in party chat, that person would be muted. You know. Oh, absolutely. Still. Yeah, yeah, mute, yeah. Jason can't say shit in the spatial chat, which is what's hilarious because like he can hear everything you're saying though. Like yeah, spatial, but, but only spatially. if he's close, yeah. right? Isn't yeah, that the yeah deal? exactly. Yeah, he has to be like it's it's it becomes spatial where it's like he has to be within earshot, mm-hmm. and then he can actually hear what you're saying. So so he can hear to- people freaking out. Well, he could, I, like I said, he could hear this one guy that was just pleading with him like not to kill him. He's like, "Come on, Jason, come on." Why are we killing? 
why are we killing really? <laughs> then the Jason just stops yeah. and was listening to him, hearing him out, and then he just made this whole case and then just grabbed him by the neck and murdered yeah. him. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Because that's what Jason does. Yeah. Yep. And uh, as usual, Quiplash was a mm-hmm. uh, big hit. Uh, we tried What the Dub. It worked for a little while. I feel like that was one that didn't quite work as well as Quiplash does. I, I feel think- like the, the, the stream buffering difference it makes it a little off like i feel like it's not optimized for online stuff where everything's just like yeah. a little bit off that makes it a little harder to play but yeah yeah but you know like like both of them i think we were we were having some fun doing pretty well but apparently if you're on if you're broadcasting on twitch you gotta hide your codes because eventually people will start joining it and that one and i want to say quiplash 2 really didn't have an option for hiding them like mm-hmm. a, like you'd have to hit a button to show it but if anyone's watching the stream they're going to be able to see it you know and then join that room faster than i could you know text everybody to put the stuff in and that kind of sucked because like quiplash it was just i feel like we had enough fun that we were able to turn it around on the trolls on that one because they just weren't funny mm-hmm. and they weren't really you know luckily they weren't being racist they were just making like references that we didn't get at all and it seemed like just like a group of like five or six kids that were trying to do it. And so we just were like, come on, be original. Like you guys suck. What is wrong with you? You know? So we just kind of started having fun, making fun of them. Mm-hmm. But then like what the dub, it's not as easy to do that. And then obviously because the thing's narrating what people have typed, it's like, okay, you suck. Cause now you're just like putting, you know, cock motherfucker suck. You know, it's like, yeah, whatever, man, get original, you know? <laughs> And then once they did racist stuff, I shut the game down. So, yeah. you know, I, I I feel like there needs to be a way to, I don't know. I, I just feel like we need a better system because the trolls have definitely figured it out because there were people who were like instantly in my room and I don't know how they did it. Like they better. were in there before I got in there and I was a like, no, I like, hit it. <laughs> like the handmaid's tale. <laughs> Yeah. It's, like, it's like selective reproduction. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man, but they, okay. like, God, it, it was frustrating because it was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it was like, those things were like, they were fun up to a point and then it was like, nope, now it sucks. And, you know, and, and Chuck just has no patience for it. So Chuck just like shuts down once that starts happening. He's like, just, just shut down the stream, just turn everything off. And I'm like, hang on. <laughs> And one guy happened to have the same name as uh, somebody that's in our stuff. So I'm like, does he just have a really bad sense of humor? And so I like wrote him on on Discord and he's like, no, I'm not in the game, dude. That's somebody else. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> so, you know, that's when I, I didn't realize that you could just boot people. You didn't have to, uh, you know, you didn't have to shut the entire game down. I think Quiplash you do, but I know what the dub, you could just boot people. So, Yeah. I mean, that's also why I like Friday the 13th is it's like you can't really troll it so very much. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, and like it's not a communication based joke, be fun, be talented kind of game. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. On- online games suck for the most part because people online suck. Except for the people listening to this who might have wrote his emails. They're great. Uh, did they write his emails or do we have more stuff? No. Oh shit! I was trying Sweden. to make a segue. I was trying to make a sad segue into the end of the show, uh, telling people that listen to us that they're great, but 
they are it's great. Sort, even it's if sort they of like it, emails. Yeah, I don't think it's, we kinda, have emails. it's been it's, so long that we didn't we didn't even yeah, announce that we, we were doing this. It, yeah. So, you know, I, uh, it's like it's like me being a misanthrope. Like, I by and large hate humanity. I just like certain people. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like the internet's the same way. Yeah. Some of y'all, some some of y'all are good. Like you listen to us, and you know you've made good life choices. Yeah, and uh, you know you're here. You're at this point of the podcast. You're still here. You're still listening. Clearly, you're clearly you're not one of the trolls. No, of course and you're, not. You're funnier and sexier than they will ever be. Yeah, and if you do want to write us so that we're ready when we have a full squad and we can actually do emails, mm-hmm. send it to where my skull at noquarters.net. Visit us at noquarters.net, of course. Uh, check us out twitch.tv slash no quarters net. Uh, that's that we don't exactly keep a schedule, but it's fun when we suddenly pop up and are doing dumb stuff like <laughs> me doing hitman elusive targets or do, trying to do a rocket run through resident evil, you know? Sure. Yeah. You just set some, set, set some notifications and then you'll just be pleasantly surprised. But yeah, it'd, yeah it'd basically like go, a, go anywhere and do slash no quarters net, any of the socials and you'll find us. Yeah, we're basically like an elusive uh, rock band from the 90s. We just do secret shows and you have to be signed up. Yeah. It'd be cool to know about it. Yeah, you, you have to have read our zine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> to know <laughs> when, when, the next, when the next secret show is. So kids, a zine was like your blog, which was like your Facebook page, which was like, what do the kids do now? Uh, <laughs> like if you, if you typed out your TikTok. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah, Nightmare I'm just trying stuff. to. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to take it back because like, some kids won't even know what a blog was. But yeah, if you printed out a blog, which, as I said, you can trace back to what a blog was. Mm-hmm. That's what a zine was. Yeah, yeah. Zines were great. Sure. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were great, except when they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Do all that stuff. Check us out. Uh, if you want more content from us, go to Patreon.com/slash/BMFCast. We got extra garbage there, podcasts, bonus stuff, vote voting in polls. It's more mm-hmm. movie related these days. All the video game stuff kind of uh, dropped off, but if you like what we do, go over there, toss a couple bucks our way. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Keeps our keeps our equipment fresh. Yep, our well, subscriptions. It's my, my you know if you keep hearing weird noises throughout this episode, it might buy his new mic stands. Or mic arms or whatever, because yeah. mine's uh, I, I, it my, keeps mine's, drooping. I can yeah, see my, it like slowly. mine's got some uh, mic ED right now, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just keeps uh, getting all limp here. On me. Yep. But anyway, we'll have everyone back next time. Okay, we'll talk about a lot more stuff. But uh, sounds like a plan. Thanks for listening. We're gonna get out of here. Okay. All right. I'm Mackie. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out. Mm-hmm.